0: Welcome to another episode i think this one is is something not totally new but something uh i'm passionately and eager to learn more uh to discover more um interesting profile interesting person a dear friend uh, most importantly you know uh, in the space of digital space in the space of art before digital art was somehow became uh, kind of a a trend uh, especially with the initiation of NFTs and the blockchain and so on so let me welcome Vesta directly Vesta welcome to DX talks to our platform Uh, you know uh, as I mentioned before you're just not just an artist you're a dear friend also so I really happy to welcome you on this and then you know for you taking part in this space
1: Super to hang out with you, Rudy, again. I mean, we've been friends for a long time and hung out with cigars and uh, talked a whole bunch uh, offline. And it's finally a great pleasure to be with you to start discussing whatever it is that would be inspiring.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's the idea of of our talk today, at least. That's what I want to try to get out of you. I'm going to milk you to the last (laughs) bit. (laughs) Um, First. Can you introduce yourself so that they know who is VESSA from your side? And then I'll do my my own stuff also later on as we move in.
1: Sure. Okay. I, I mean, I've been a professional creative my whole life. I've been, um, I got educated as a filmmaker, as a film director, but before then I played in a bunch of bands and that was music was my first passion. But then about 15 years ago, I got this idea that what if I started body painting on people, and photographing that process and photographing in nature, uh, painting and photographing those paintings and then putting it all together with Photoshop, then might I have something new and and that's kind of... Then all of a sudden I realized that this is something entirely new and it was, it was a new direction and I then had a production company and all of a sudden my heart was in a new thing uh, as opposed to filmmaking, even though of course those skills turned out to be immensely valuable and I never would have invented this new form of how to make art um, without them you know it's been it's been a crazy journey kind of tumbling forwards always uh, and and with nfts ultimately i think all of those different skills kind of came full circle that i now get to do a bunch of interesting things that don't have a previous format. Like it, it's not exactly a music video. It's not a traditional painting. It's not. It's all all of these things coming together in a in a fun way, and uh, it's a continuous adventure. That's what's the what's the best of it. it. It's it doesn't matter what keeps being inspiring, and it can be somehow added to the mix, and that's that's the gist of it, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think it's very interesting how you how you take it. You're a multi award winner in the same time you are a digital pioneer in the space and then we'll know why you're a digital pioneer pioneer because you've been there you know innovating almost two decades in the digital space as you mentioned uh what what's your take on art and the transformation that it went through throughout those almost two decades i don't want to make you older (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I I don't mind. Uh, but uh, just whatever. I'm I'm 45, and I'm very comfortably 45. Ab- ab- apart from the body, kind of <laughs> not being as as
0: <laughs> kind of
1: coherent. I discovered like this yesterday
0: that you're same age as me. So, oh really? Oh
1: nice. Yeah, no. I, I, I actually mentally, I, I wouldn't go back a single year because it's been it, it, the the great thing about getting a little bit older is that some things do become a lot more clear and. And comfortable in in some senses of who I am and and the picture of the world and and what life is about is becoming increasingly higher resolution. And, uh, you know, all those things that were a benefit when I was much younger, um, the the price was that so many things were muddy and unclear and and the relationship to self was different so i suppose that's one part of the journey of being an artist and a, and a human being is that you get more clear about things and then you get to make contributions that also are beneficial to to other people but sorry i lost my thread what was the question again
0: <laughs> so you've been you've been there for 20 years you know you witnessed it all what's the transformation oh, yeah. that that has happened in this space yeah. And, and then yeah, we add we can add to our age this this whole problem of forgetting
1: <laughs> for where, where we are, why where we are, who, yeah. who are you, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's um, I would say when I first started, uh, and especially in the in the art thing, they didn't really know the traditional art world of what to do with me because my originals were digital files already back then. So from their point of view, I was selling copies because I had to make a physical representation of them. And then when they asked, where's your all original, I had to say I don't have any. So the, the, the attitude was that, OK, we don't know how to really sell you that, you know, we like the expression and the things and whatever. And it's fascinating. But commercially, it was very, very difficult. So when crypto art came along. Uh, this was in 2017 for me, there was only a handful of us who were who were doing, especially I would say in the fine art fine art quality kind of way, uh, doing art about crypto and why Bitcoin was important, what decentralization was all about. Then uh, that led to NFTs very quickly. And that it, it was so many multifold interesting because it was a positive direction for money. It was uh, digital rights for the first time. Uh, in the world, those started emerging. I, I started to realize that back then, my about three hundred digital originals were soon to have a, a diff- very different kind of value as to what they would have had before, and uh, that transformation is still very much ongoing. Because if you if you look at the legacy art world, for the most part, they will look at the NFTs as something that is just garbage and hoaxes and uh, and and many other things. They don't really understand it, and they don't. But for the most part, want to be a part of it, even though many, many now um, amazing galleries have joined the space, and Christie's and Sotheby's and all, all, all that kind of stuff. It's it's breaking that ground, but many many traditional artists avoid it because they don't understand it, and what they've seen thus far being sold for millions and millions of dollars don't make any sense to them whatsoever. Uh, and then. You have the NFT world that gets the digital ownership rights, gets where the metaverse is going, what AI is going to be doing and how the creative space is evolving, but they're not very often yet kind of working to hand hand in hand in parallel. Uh, there, there's attempts at so, but I'm, I'm answering this way because you said that how have you seen it transform and I'm just constantly seeing it in in these big transformations and it hasn't exactly yet transformed, especially if you look at the legacy art world into this new thing of what is now possible. And it's very understandable why it hasn't, because with NFTs, for example, you would in order to fully get it, you would have to understand some things about what might be the issues with the legacy finance world. What are the problems that Bitcoin solves? How does this technology work so that digital land ownership rights are actually a real thing? Um, what is this decentralization? And then some of the artworks themselves that were the early coming into the scene, they were thematically about this whole world. So if you don't know really anything about it, that would have gone over your head uh, a little bit. Then there were some quality issues. There's, there's a multitude of different things that are in the mix that kind of have to a little bit click before it makes sense for you to take the leap to really start exploring this. And luckily, there's so many people who are now curious. And the first run of NFTs was great, because all of a sudden, a bunch of people made a, a whole lot of money. And that, of course, peaked many
0: That's many what I wanted to ask is it luckily? Uh, <laughs> I, I think
1: every new thing goes through a hype cycle. I mean, uh, <laughs> referring to age, I mean, I was there for the I was in 19 or something like that when the first internet bubble came along and all of those internet giants kind of rose and destroyed themselves and and whatever and and it, it was very similar when crypto came along and all of a sudden you have this new realm and then the metaverse and all of these words are now kind of ruined from nfts to metaverse to not, ai is now in the hype cycle i don't know where but soon that'll not be as investable in the hype way as as it is i just keep looking at the technology and i think the the metaverse or spatial web is very very interesting nfts are an absolutely necessary technology for us to progress to where we're going, we will certainly need AI. Uh, and, and the kind of the combination of these, all of these fields are benefiting from one another. And that's why I'm kind of tipping my toes into all of them a uh, little bit by little, uh, as as they develop and become more helpful. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I think we've witnessing everything as we speak, how they are, uh, you know, advancing how they are being created, how they are abused, how there are opportunities also, Uh, this is beautiful. Uh, You became interested in uh, incorporating blockchain NFT into your art uh, from 2017. And did this influence also your creative process or was it just like, well, it's a new medium. No, uh, let me add it and then I move on or no, you had to create something totally different for that.
1: Um, but, well, when I first got what Bitcoin was and what the decentralization movement was about, I mean, I, I went for a coffee with a friend of mine who just told me where Bitcoin was and he started sending me links. like An Andreas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he sent me things of uh, Andres Antonopoulos, some of his speeches. Yeah. And then I got acquainted with the Bad Crypto podcast guys and their their podcast. And I just started absorbing all of this information of what was going on. Uh, so to begin with, what I did is that I made new artworks thematically about what I thought was important to understand as I started to understand it myself, about the decentralization movement. So the expression changed drastically from what, what it was uh, from before trying to trying to get this new thing, as well as then, uh, I mean, I used a service like Verisart which is on the Bitcoin blockchain, you, can, um, you have a picture and then you you put all the data of the... the back then it was physical pieces that I was verifying uh, on Verisite and I still do. And I thought, okay, this is cool because it's on the Bitcoin blockchain, that's the most durable. Uh, the hash is going to be there for a while. Uh, it's great because it's using that technology to verify the artwork that is about the technology and, and, and so forth. So yeah, it, it did change a lot. But now I'm going back to my roots again with this new series called The Senses uh, where I collaborate with models and actresses and circus acts and all different kinds of things. And we're shooting uh, their life stories and what they're inspired by onto a vi- uh, video and stills format. And then I paint again and make these things. We haven't still yet uh, managed to put together even the first of the video formatted ones of these. But it's it's something that is... I, I wouldn't see how this would have made any sense for me to work in in the in the traditional art world, because uh, it's 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 quite quirky, but it's not quirky enough to really fit into the earlier mold of video works in the gallery traditional realm. Uh, it, these all only make sense because NFTs are a thing for me to do now and I get to make physical representations then use augmented reality on those things when the thing gets animated or then the large screens or large spaces where they get blown up um, uh, as artworks and then you get to own them. It, it's it, I, it, Without the evolution of NFTs I doubt that I would be making many of the projects that I'm now doing. Probably. I probably wouldn't be an artist anymore to be honest with you if if the crypto evolution wouldn't have happened because uh, it yeah. was a miserable time for me to try to make a living be- before a decade before this started becoming a thing it was it, honestly it was awful
0: yeah and you're, and you're you're a pioneer yourself in this and i'm not gonna say the only one i know but you're a leading figure in this space especially on the assets tokenization with an art twist okay and when i talk about asset tokenization maybe you are even unique in what you're doing and i've seen your examples similar to the cars tell us more because i'm gonna to try to get a car also displayed now but meanwhile what's your you know take on that thing that you've created also
1: well, i think i think it started like i said that it, it was difficult for me to make a living to to begin with and because i had these large resolution digital artworks and i had to figure out different ways and how to monetize them i didn't only uh, think of surfaces like a canvas or printed canvas i started thinking about uh, putting this artwork on cars from something like 2014, I think I made the first mock-up, which I showed to Dr. Marwan when I first met him, and this led to our art car project. But I, I thought of these things for a long time before digital art now started becoming a thing through NFTs, uh, much more in the mainstream. And uh, it, it, it's, it's a very, because if you look at something like Renaissance Italy, um, it, it was... Innovation in the monetary sense and then the, the the Medici family started funding the best artists like Michelangelo and Da Vinci and those who would then uh, then inspire society and now we still go back after centuries to look, at, look and marvel at all the different kinds of things of what they were able to achieve in Italy and in Italy most importantly art belongs to everyone. It belongs to the whole of the nation and from the peasant to the king so to speak. It's part of their DNA and heritage, which it isn't in a similar sense almost anywhere else in the world. And that renaissance part was inspiring to me where I felt like a lot of the art world had kind of isolated itself into its own bubble and its own rules. And all of a sudden you have a weird banana on the wall and that goes for (laughs) $120,000 and and the general public's going like, what in the, you know, and there's some things and how that can, can make sense ultimately. And I don't think those are super positive. But I I wanted to look at the whole world as a canvas. If it can be a car, what else can it be? And, and that question has led me to some very, very interesting places. And I'm not going to even kind of Talk about them publicly yet, because it's also an industry where people like good ideas and they don't necessarily credit you when they just take them. Uh, so, so there, there there's some things that I have made pretty public is that we're negotiating with a jet company and we're, we're we're thinking about villas and and these kinds of things and and we have some now very interesting people who are coming into the mix for us to do the cars with. But uh, what so. At its core, one thing is to how to make the world more beautiful. How can art become a larger, larger part of our lives? Uh, as you well know that when you go on Twitter these days or wherever, uh, you'll you'll see a lot of ugliness between people and the, the world is polarizing. People are not exactly being more nice to one another, violence, all kinds of eruptions. Some say that we're already kind of in the third world war and it's the, the pockets are just inflating in different places so we're living in a very volatile time in many different ways and whatever humble contribution that i could have on that side to bring more beauty to the world is an underlying major value for me and this goes not only at the surface level is how can we behave better or how can we be more loving to ourselves and other people and whatever so it's layered like this, so that's one aspect of it. Then the second aspect that might be the more financial layer is that this Tesla that you just flashed on the, uh, on the screen is that what happens when you buy a digital artwork, and let's say that artwork is on your wall and then it can be applied to your car and and different kinds of things, it, the artwork itself does become a part of your personality. That's, that's one aspect, because em- anywhere where Dr. Marwan goes with that Tesla and it's parked somewhere, everyone that knows pretty much in Dubai in Web3 that OK, Marwan is here. So that, that's that's one aspect. And then uh, thirdly, the, the what's really interesting is that I, uh, would be the fact that it's a used Tesla from 2017. So right now, if he just goes and resells the car, it's probably at twenty five thousand thirty thousand dollars, maybe cars. less, maybe less. I, I wouldn't know, but somewhere approximately that. but if it's if the artwork is applied you are the owner of the artwork and you're own owner of the Tesla and it's registered now as a full-blown street legal art car in Dubai because uh, it's through Dr Marwan this is possible and no one else pretty much understands how to do it uh, this is one aspect the registration of the car the artwork itself and how it's delivered to the thing and how we're going to sell it in the in the springtime so, what happens to essentially a liability through this artistic process is that it becomes an asset. And that's uh, quite a revolutionary a value by itself,
0: A value by itself. Yeah.
1: So there, there's many different ways in how you get to start playing with what is value, what are the artwork rules or let's say art world rules of how what you can apply to different sectors and experiences in order for value to increase or the perception of what it is that you're interacting with and then of course you have the digital museums you have virtual reality coming uh, you can like out of this tesla we've already made a digital version of that and we were thinking about making a game where those who buy the physical assets or the let's say they they've bought the nft and then they've bought bought the Uh, ip in different increments then they get to also maybe race these cars in the metaverse there's so many different applications that are now possible to do with this Uh, so essentially this is what my company is going to be doing vesa digital is that where you could look at it as an art luxury ip company um, that then kind of trans does these many transformational things and and hopefully what that will result in is increased value to anyone's life who participates uh, on on some level
0: very interesting i'm not sure if your company is an ip or you have become the ip itself so this is where <laughs> it's, it's intertwined uh, all together to come up with this uh yeah it's funny it's funny you mentioned this and then uh hertz recently they auctioned uh, cars Nineteen and $20,000 in the US uh, because they could not maintain uh, <laughs> uh, the financial aspect of them and knowing that depreciation of those cars. So adding that NFT value, I'm sure, not just it will maintain not the original value, but at least some quite of an asset value for it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I came across most of your pictures, whatever is available, but... Uh, Significance, you know, in that space didn't register with me until today when I learned that uh, Vina Malik, uh, which is a renowned Bollywood actress was or actually gave you her blessing to create landscape directly on her body. And this was, I think, maybe pre-digital NFTs, if I'm not mistaken, but that gave you a big, uh, if you want to call it a push also in the space of, uh, of art if I'm not mistaken. So what's your take on how the the dealing with with her allowed you maybe to express even more or realize your art, uh, and especially knowing that you, you don't take art normally. It's a different type. It is art, but it's a different type of mediums.
1: Well, with Veena that was quite quite the premise because she's Pakistani and she's Muslim and she was known by millions and millions of people and she had plenty of controversy in her career before. And I just got in touch with her and we started discussing of what it is that we could do. Uh, The articles, some of them which were written that I was doing some landscapes or something like that on her body were entirely er erroneous. (laughs) had nothing to do with landscapes. what What we're doing, what we really were exploring was that in 2012 when we met, there were some really interesting things that were happening because um, for example, the Mayan calendar, the the Mayan prophecy of 2012, uh, was coming yeah, to yes. uh, its its fruition or, or conclusion, however you want to say it, see it. Uh, and then uh, the world was polarizing. You could already see then that you know this is we're not becoming more coherently under one story. We're just fragmenting and fragmenting further with our different sort of identity structures. And uh, it was something that felt to me that isn't going to be necessarily a thing that will increase the mental health of the planet so what i wanted to do with her and what i proposed is that we should in these artworks which we made back then to uh, we should explore what is similar between men and women what is similar between uh pakistan and finland what is similar between Um, the major religions of the world? What is the uniting grand story uh, between humans that actually allows for us to talk amicably or anyone in the world, no matter what your form is? uh, Do we have enough in common so that we can all discuss with one another and find the common thread so that we find the united brotherhood or sisterhood across all of these Mm -hmm. different kinds of lines that we have? and it was very complicated because in my process it's uh, it's nude body painting so you are nude and then you have the 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 body paint that comes on top and of course it's it's like a superhero suit but still in particular from the from the process perspective from islam that would be quite a controversial thing to do is to body paint a Pakistani muslim actress uh, so It took me a long time. This was out of the process was probably a year and a half was me studying and learning how it is that this would be even possible to make in such a way that it's not just seen as disrespectful or something that is just pouring petrol on a on a fire that is already inflamed. So I spent a considerable amount of time uh, thinking, uh, studying humbly, and then trying to learn on what what the proper angles are and how to present these stories in such a way that it would actually be helpful and it wouldn't be further polarizing, but it would be actually uniting. And Very I do believe that we uh, we we managed it because uh, in those artworks, uh, for example, there is one called "The Beginning of a New Era," uh, and 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 it was in in this one, Vina is whispering onto the ear of an elephant, kind of Ganesh, uh, that the new era has begun. And then on the right side of that artwork, you have the Aztec calendar hidden inside of this kind of body shape, and that was bringing together the continent of India and arguably Pakistan as well uh, to agree, but it was more of a Hindu concept coming together with the Middle American concept of what was similar between them because Plato called it the great year, it's this 26,000 year elliptical cycle that, that the earth is on. And the, you have the Vedic texts that present this same idea, and then you have the Mayan and Aztec texts that also talk about this twenty six thousand year so this one artwork was putting together something that was in common with the indian continent it had something to do with european and it had something to do with the american continent so in just this one picture so uh, and that's one of the six I, i tried to find in many of these expressions different kinds of things that would be also in honor of pakistan uh, Mohenjo-daro is one of their sacred sites that had some symbols and 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 this statue that in particular had something to do with Vina, and then the great flood myth that you would have in the Abrahamic traditions, uh, and and maybe this uh, exploring this idea that uh, 12,800 years ago or so we might have had this catastrophic catastrophic flood that in the Bible is uh, is the noah's ark story but you'll find a similar story in japan as well uh, so it, all of these things were massively interesting and this is what i tried to bring as much to the surface as possible but then some media reported it as me painting landscapes on her body of course <laughs>
0: which yeah. was hilarious on pornographic nudes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. directly is that, is that the artwork that i'm displaying
1: yes yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's it's a little bit on the dark side there for some reason but
0: yeah, yeah. It's interesting uh <laughs> when you uh... but luckily
1: but luckily because we we put that much effort into it and we we put it out into the world with love then that that's how it was received even even in pakistan uh despite her kind of controversies and her being quite known for uh, also <laughs> fanning some of those flames uh, it was very positively uh, received which i was very happy about
0: yeah can you share some of the recent projects or accomplishments you actually actually particularly proud of or maybe upcoming Uh, you mentioned some you're working already on i'm not sure if this is uh, to be public yet or any previous work
1: yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about, for example, because we got funded, um, the, the, it took me 10 years to find the next superstar, I guess, and who to work with, uh, depending on your perspective, she's she's a superstar of a different kind, which is Brittany Kaiser, so she's the star of the great hack documentary on Netflix, which has about a billion views or something crazy like that and uh she's known for being the whistleblower of Cambridge Analytica and the the sort of Facebook algorithm manipulation that this one little think tank was doing and then kind of revealing in conjunction with all the all the rest of the manipulations that were going on and uh her kind of being in Congress and, and then becoming a data activist of helping people understand what data ownership is all about in the Web3 world or whatever. I mean, she's one of the most important voices in our industry to to kind of help uh, people get educated and, and fighting for digital ownership rights. And I was very, very inspired by her story and got connected through a friend to her. And we we then... Started this process under COVID times, which was <laughs> very difficult because we couldn't find a place where we could be in the same time uh, to shoot this stu- thing. We were considering Texas, we were considering Finland, we were considering Dubai, and nothing seemed to be working out. And finally, when we were ready to uh, do the shoot, then uh, also she had given birth to her kid just a while a while before, and then I, I was about to um, also have my firstborn with us but two weeks before we started shooting uh, unfortunately my wife and I we lost our son in childbirth so it was under extraordinary circumstances that we still pulled it off that she came to finland back then with her whole entourage and family and we still managed to record uh, all the th- different things with virtual reality and depth cameras and all all whatever what we used in order to tell her story <clears throat> and then we just ran out of money uh, we, we didn't have any, <laughs> uh, we couldn't put the post-production side together and, and that became a n- next kind of uh, big challenge. But now uh, through the Crypto Oasis guys, I, I went to the Swiss Web3 Fest and we got connected to Karim from Mercatura Forum from Egypt. Uh, and uh, he then said that we're going to take care of this and they're going to help us with AI models and shooting new things and putting the post-production together. So that's that's one thing that is now Coming to fruition, it's been quite a quite a challenging project. This one, the longest of my life actually ever. <coughs> and, and that's um, that's that. There, there, there are many others that are we are working with in the, in the background, but I prefer not to talk about those too much yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. Uh, uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, <laughs> personal stuff and uh, emotions, I, I remember. Anyway, uh, so really, you know, you've been working on digital sneakers, uh, Metaverse Digital Gallery. You have your own digital gallery, I think, not just one, multiple. Uh, Sherlock Holmes and uh, much, much more. What's next in that grandiose (laughs) uh, creation of uh, and conquering the digital world? What do you think is, is coming up?
1: Well, I think <clears throat> it, it, to bring back to something that you were saying a little bit earlier about NFTs and, and you, you know, this whole thing is 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 the, the perception of value. Like right now, if I say to many people in the art world or even in the Web3 world, I say the word NFT and they will snicker at it and say, well, ah, NFTs. So it's not for the most part, it hasn't been since the beginning of the hype. It hasn't been beneficial to say it. it it's not been. I haven't really monetarily benefited uh, as as fantastically as many people have in the NFT space from that. I've done okay, sure, Uh, and it's been much, much better than it was before but uh, for for the grand majority mentioning the nft isn't hasn't been and still isn't a positive thing to kind of mention people are trying to wrangle themselves out to say oh it's the digital certificate or it's digital this or whatever the, the different asset digital asset these these kinds of things because they're trying to get away from the bad reputation of of nfts and i i don't really care what it's going to be ultimately called i'm just keeping my goal on the actual thing which is that through decentralized blockchains it's a decentralized one if it's a real blockchain in my opinion if you do it with this protocol properly uh, then you will have a new kind of value structure in the world that is necessary for us and and so that we get to use it and go boldly into the future uh, so I, I don't mind it. I didn't mind it then when people were snickering at, at NFTs and I don't mind it now. Uh, there's some people who who don't really like me inside of the NFT space because I've critiqued some of the things uh, that I thought were the dumbest things on earth, like the, you know, whatever, ETHROX or some, some something like that, Were that were the thing that kind of then ruined the name of NFTs for, for yeah, so many yeah, people. But, but for those who understand what's really going on and they have the vision of where we're going and digital uh, ownership is here and and those who dig a little bit deeper and try to find the real value projects they will then be rewarded because they were able to withstand some of that snickering or the whatever different protection things that people have because they don't quite understand it so they'd rather shut down and not not have to deal with it i i totally get it uh it's obviously such a passion of mine and and so integrally um tied to everything that we're doing that you know i i can't get away from it even if i wanted to (laughs) at this point in time so but maybe that's useful for some some people is that uh if there is anything that calls you from that world, it's going to have some landmines. It's going to be tricky and all, all that kind of thing. But but just because there's some pre- peer pressure or some people have misbehaved, let's say like this with NFTs, hopefully that's not going to discourage some important people from coming into the space and keep building the future. I think no, that's... No, definitely
0: definitely that's what we hope all of us. And you know, because when the minute you talk blockchain, similarly, uh, it's cryptocurrency. So when I teach or I lecture about blockchain, the first thing I'm have to mention i'm not talking about cryptocurrencies and then let's have the discussion so mm-hmm. it falls in the same thing because you have to set expectation uh, and then you finish uh, one of those sessions and the first question is how what's the best thing to trade well, i'm you know that's one application out of the gazillion types of other things that i'd like to show you <laughs> so it's really it's really important to to try to differentiate and then always try to create those use cases because we need more and more, I think, use cases. Uh, I still have two more questions for you and then due to the time uh, factor. Sure. uh, You know, for emerging digital artists interested in uh, starting or incorporating this blockchain technology into their work, what do you advise them? What do you offer, or not offer them, what do you advise them that will offer really that experience for them to succeed?
1: I think I will, I'll say this even more generally. Uh, I'll, I'll say this in a way that if you're an artist, if you're maybe an emerging collector, if you're almost anyone in the world, I think the one way in how to make this world better is that you will have some sort of intuition, you will have some sort of resonance with certain ideas much more than other ones. Uh, some ideas are going to excite you and kind of like when you talk about it or even dare to think about it, your eyes will light up. And you go like, damn! If that could be possible, and the more we follow that intuition, that is different for pretty much all of us. Uh, we're we're wired differently, uh, and and we have different purposes, and there are different things that excite us. But I'm in, in my own life, what has always worked for me, time and time again, even though it has been terribly difficult at times and whatever, it's to follow that whatever inspiration and and excitement that kind of gives a new perspective to something. And even though it's going to be scary to to follow it. There's going to be some method on how to do it so that. You get to be. um, A better version of yourself every single time that you do have the courage to follow that inner voice or that intuition, and it's it's sometimes difficult in a very busy life to to hear it because it usually whispers rather than shouts. We live in such a noisy world right now. Uh, and, But I, I think it, most people have that capacity, if not all people have that capacity to even just incrementally do one thing that takes you further into the world of what excites you and what you find interesting rather than the the safe thing. I'm not saying okay, here's a crazy idea. I'll, I'll leave my job that pays my bills uh, right now uh, the the day that you get the idea. that's not that's not it. You can be sensible about it but the the more you can follow that true authentic excitement or inspiration, the better off all of us will be because um, it, it's an extraordinary time and we we do have to, remember why we live to begin with. I mean, there's so many different things that people are now doing with AI that they can do and they're not really asking if they should do. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, And even if this might be the thing that excites you, but I'll I'll give you an idea of what what I find strange about it, which is that Let's say you uh, there are these <laughs> dating pictures that are now emerging you or business pictures that you get to make of yourself. You just give AI a picture, it'll put you in a suit in a cool setting and all, all of this kind of stuff. Or it might make you look amazing for your dating site or something like that. And what you don't then do is actually go through the process of, of, let's say for the dating example, you don't dress better, you don't make yourself in good shape, you don't... Live in an as exciting of, a, of an environment. What the picture that was made by AI is going to actually do for you. So your reality and you, the 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 perception of what it what is your reality are splitting like this. And you didn't go on the hero's journey to actually make yourself better. So you've remained the same, but you can have an amazing representation of yourself that then gives other people a false expectation of what they're going to meet if they ever meet you in real life, and that is robs you of your personal growth, it robs you from doing the journey that actually makes life worth living to a degree. Maybe it helps in some some sense, maybe I don't get it, but at least that's been something that has been massively beneficial in my own life is that I was deathly afraid of of being a public speaker. when i first started 10 years ago a little bit over just recording my own things with uh, with a camera in a room uh, I, I had to take multiple takes and and like my voice was trembling and i, I was really really afraid and then like in this picture all of a sudden' I'm, 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 it's a full-blown arena where i get to talk or i get to hang out with you now knowing this is recorded and being very naturally myself so i did the journey and acquired the skill set and it wasn't helped by AI and i'm I can't tell you how much that has benefited my life, that I did the brave thing as opposed to hid behind some thing. Uh, and that's maybe something that a little bit is frightening about how people are making art, how they're making their social relations and all things that you have the technical cap- capacity now to get assisted by. But what does it rob you of? So maybe that's that's one perspective to, uh, to the whole thing. So in, in short, Follow your inspiration, because it it does maybe your p- passion is to make the next AI dating app or whatever, and it'll make people's lives better in ways that I don't even understand. Who knows? It's just the perspective that I have I'm an old geezer, like I said, forty five.
0: <laughs> uh, my last question' <laughs> it's, it's a good take by the way. <laughs> uh, my last question is, uh, any predictions do you think in this marketplace or in this space, and you have two minutes for that? before I close this whole session.
1: Sure. Um, uh, um, I think it'll follow the the bull run rules. What, what is it then? like two months is the Bitcoin halving
0: again? Yeah, exactly.
1: So I, I wouldn't I've been around a couple of cycles and I wouldn't presume this is any different of a, of a cycle. I mean, it always fluctuates a little bit and we're in a crazy situation with the world world right now. Um, depends on if this very unfortunate perspective which is that we're already in the third world war um depends on how that goes but <laughs> in terms of bitcoin there or you know they're, they'll they keep printing more dollars and you still can't make more bitcoin so that's the perspective that maybe you want to go and listen to some andreas antonopoulos on the fundaments of why <laughs> why bitcoin or cryptocurrency uh, came along in the first place and then that'll that'll give you a much better perspective than i ever could
0: yeah indeed i'll uh, send you a small movie on instagram a small reel, about world war three it's kind of a nice joke I'll, I'll send it to you in a few uh yeah it's a big question are we in world war three or not well <laughs> it seems we are but we're not claiming it so anyway thank you Vessa. really it was uh, an amazing but i'd like to keep uh, the time uh, so that it doesn't spill over um much appreciated for you jumping on this. Thank you for creating what you create, and most importantly, because I lived it maybe in a similar way on one part, but I quit and left everything because I couldn't maintain my um, not passion, but at least you know I, I wasn't seeing anything out of it because it's it's tough for for artists, especially in the digital space. It's tough for them to be supported to get financed to be in uh I remember going to the center of internet uh, of uh photography in New York and then seeing an uh, art piece of someone crushing a uh, cucumber and I said yeah. like my art is like way way much better than this, and then he's exhibiting, and then I was not given the chance by any you know big name and so so many other things so this is where i said i'll rather keep doing my books my own stuff for my own art and this is where i locked a chapter of seven years Mm. into the art photography space it was an interesting time i still love to do it but not as far as uh, you know making it as a (laughs) primary thing maybe with the rise of uh, digital art i would have also uh, uh, reignited but uh, I, Please do,
1: I because there were really cool images. So, I mean, don't quit your day job or, or the thing no, no. you're doing just yet, but go further into that because it's, it's, it's going to make the world better and you better. Definitely yeah. do it, man.
0: Cheers, man. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Enjoy the – right now you're in the cold season. And uh, not just cold, it's freezing season. So, see you back in Dubai whenever soon.
1: Rudy, thank you very much for having me. Oh, and go buy my art. It's artforcrypto.com and on yes. and <laughs> Yes,
0: I will put it in the description also. So once it's released, it will be there. Cheers. Thank you, buddy.